0: Advent is the four weeks leading up to Christmas, and it's the time of the year when we think a lot about something called the Incarnation, which is that event in which God took on human flesh and became one of us in order to save us. Recently, on the Calvary Live call-in show that I host on Grace FM locally, someone called in asking if it is necessary to believe that Jesus was fully God in order to be a Christian he explained that he believes that Jesus was fully human, but not fully God. Without knowing the name for it, what this caller described was basically a belief called Arianism, which was popularized in the early 300s by a man named Arius who taught that contrary to the generally held Christian belief, Jesus was not fully God in the same way that the Father is God, but rather he was a special created being whom God created in order to bring about salvation for human beings. Arius was afraid that if he said that Jesus was God, Christians would then be slipping into polytheism, and that in Colossians, where it says that Jesus is, quote, the firstborn of all creation, in Colossians 1.15, that it means that Jesus was the first creature whom the uncreated Father created. Arius's beliefs were condemned as unbiblical and incorrect at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. That council, the Council of Nicaea, was the first ecumenical council of the church, and it gave birth to the Nicene Creed, which asserts that Jesus was of one substance, or ausea in Greek, with the Father, and that Jesus is very God of very God, which leaves no ambiguity whatsoever that Christians unanimously believe that Jesus is, in fact, God. But still, why is it important that we believe that Jesus is God? Is it just because that's who Jesus is, or who God has revealed him to be? In other words, ontologically, it's who Jesus is, and there's a revelatory reason in that God has revealed him to be this way? Or is it Additionally, is it actually necessary for our salvation that Jesus must have been God? In other words, is there a soteriological reason in addition to the ontological and revelatory reasons? Well, Nicaea, that first ecumenical council, it dealt with the ontological and revelatory side of the question. But what my caller on the radio show was asking was actually the latter question. Is there a soteriological reason why Jesus had to be God In order to save us. And my immediate answer was to point him to Romans 8, 1 through 4, which says that Jesus fulfilled all of God's righteous requirements on our behalf. In other words, Jesus lived the perfect life that you and I should have lived, and the good news of the gospel is that he then offers his perfect record to us. Jesus, having been the only human not born of the seed of a man other than Adam, he becomes the new Adam who then fully obeys God, whereas the first Adam disobeyed God and sinned. For more on that, see Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 21. My caller then asked, well, couldn't have God just created a perfect being without a sin nature in order to do that work of fulfilling God's righteous requirements on our behalf in order to save us? Well, here's why Jesus had to be very God of very God in order to save us. The Scots Confession of 1560 addressed this issue directly. The answer they gave in that confession is this that the full reality of Christ's deity is essential for salvation because salvation must be an act of God, or else it is not salvation. The deity of Jesus tells us that the actions of Jesus in the incarnation and on the cross are identical with God's own actions. So Karl Barth explained this as well. He said that the full deity of Christ is essential because it is only God who can forgive sins. And he referred to Mark 2 verse 7, which says, quote, who can forgive sins but God alone? So it is equally necessary for atonement, Barth pointed out, that the one who makes amends for sins is also human. Salvation, in other words, is an act of God, but an act which must be done from within humanity. Thus, Jesus had to be fully God and fully man in order to save us. The whole of our salvation depends on the fact that it is God in Christ who suffers and bears the sins of the world and reconciles the world to himself. T.F. Torrance discusses the terrible implications of denying the full deity of Christ, where he says, If the deity of Christ is denied, then the cross becomes a terrible monstrosity. If Jesus Christ is man only and not also God, then we lose faith in God because how could we believe in a God who allows the best man that ever lived to be put to death on a cross? If you put Jesus Christ as a mere man on the cross and put God in heaven like some distant God imprisoned in his own lonely abstract deity— then such a God is a monstrosity unconcerned with our lives as he does not lift a finger to help Jesus. So the validity of our salvation depends on the fact that he who died on the cross under divine judgment is also God, the divine judge, so that he who forgives is also the one who judges. So we can say thanks be to God for what he's done for us by becoming one of us in the Incarnation.